I'm plugged into the Agora's Nexus. We need the whole community connected. We're the alternative collective. Self-sufficient and effective. Hey guys, the Agoras Nexus Podcast. Dagger is here. I'm joined by the always magnificent Jeremiah Harding. How you doing today, man? Uh, reasonable. You? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Um, had a had had a good weekend. Uh, went up to Georgia, smuggled a goat back down. You know, <laughs> farmer Agora shit. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, doing all right. Excited to be here today. Yeah, the fact that you can smuggle a goat um is is really all the evidence people need uh that there's some sort of overreach because like the the state can't even let us do normal like agriculture or husbandry or something like that uh without fucking you know breathing down the necks of the collective public and you know apart from the fact that animal husbandry has always been a very weird way to say it for me. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, like, Oh yeah. You got a special kind of relation. Never mind. Uh, so, but like the fact that they're so involved that you can't do what everybody else had done for millennia. Like it, it's, it's, it's like when, um, you know, people wonder how we would do X, Y, and Z without fucking, certain aspects of government like you know how would we fucking how would we do uh transportation security without the tsa well they don't actually do that they don't give you any security the tsa is like a lie in the name and they actually make people less secure by highlighting all of the gaps in security instead of just having a security team that knows them and can stop terrorism like they've never stopped an incident of terrorism um it's always been like an air marshal or something um but you know the state has to regulate everything even though they don't help um there was this uh i forget who it was specifically his raw milk farm was about to get raided and uh the cops came there and his lawyer had advised him to lock the doors and stay outside of the the establishment until they gave up because they couldn't open the doors and he wasn't legally obligated by the warrant by the text of the warrant to open the doors or unlock anything so he could just sit there um, and not say anything regardless of um, you know what they said and he could just walk and so uh, but but the point is that, like, they were raiding his raw milk farm to begin with, or, like, at least, like, coming up to have, like, a, a, a civil search warrant to make sure that it met standards or whatever. But it was totally unnecessary and extremely, like, you know, protection pay-e. Like, you didn't do exactly what we wanted, so we're coming around. Um, and he just sort of uh, sat there and calmly um resisted and uh i think that's a model of resistance in some areas i'm not sure it works in all of them yeah and i mean it's sometimes it's just like well realistically what option do you have when they come to your door you know if you're not trying to die or really go to prison for a long time you know but you can 
at least not hurt yourself any worse by talking. <laughs> you know, that's usually about the worst thing you can do. So it's like, hey, do what you got to do. I'm not saying nothing, you know. And then, I mean, I hate to say, hopefully sue them afterwards because that's always a nightmare. Um, there's just like the uh, there's a few cases where people have successfully done that, which is always great. I'm always great to see, but they almost always have backing um, from the Institute of Justice, I believe it's called, or Farm mm. Consumer Legal Defense Fund, uh, which. If there is, uh, they specialize in raw milk, but I was a member and they gave me some help when I was having legal issues with my local county. Uh, but Farm to Consumer Legal Defense Fund, uh, free plug, I guess, uh, you like, basically you're like a member and they provide you with legal services far beyond, you know, what you'd be able to afford. Otherwise, if you come into an issue selling your raw milk or what have you, they actually gave, um, you know, I'll see if I can find the link. There might be a link to it. Uh, but I can't promise that, but they actually sent me a book of like how to handle the, how to handle the situation. If like the feds come knocking at your door over an agricultural issue, you know, here's a checklist of here's whose names you get. Here's the paperwork you ask for. Here's what you're legally obligated to provide them. Here's what you're not, you know, here's how to handle that. Here's all the stuff your lawyer would want you to do in the situation. And it's kind of like a checklist. So uh, there really is some good info out there, but it's unfortunate that we have to have an insurance service for this. But I mean, I guess it's the Agora solution. So, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, pretty well, neat. Can you think of any of these suit, uh, lawsuit cases? Because that'd be an interesting uh, topic. Eh? Um, yeah, so there's been a few. Uh, there's actually a recent one with the Amish, but one of the more famous ones that I was real familiar with, it, it, it was in Florida. I'm going to mispronounce this, but it's like the O cheesy creamery and they were tied up for years in a labeling issue for their, their milk. Basically they were selling, you know, like pasture raised skim milk. So skim milk, if you don't know is whole milk where they skim some of the fat off the top. So it's, you know, leaner. Well, legally right. to call a product milk, you then have to add vitamin A and vitamin D back into like, synthetic vitamin a and d back into the milk or it's not legally considered milk so mm. they yeah they, the state ended up having to pay like a million dollars in legal fees and everything and lost after like this five-year battle uh but it was the the ins and out we, we 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 could do an episode about it man the ins and outs of it are pretty interesting uh it's pretty hilarious uh some of the what? um some of the compromises they tried to come to it was it's it, it's a case that's for sure and in terms of hilarity, I mean, they, they fucking allow almond milk to be called milk and all that shit. So, like, mm -hmm. no, like if, if, if it's OK to call something milk because they blended some some, you know, nut fruit and like added some ethanol to extract the the fucking things from it, then maybe we should be like more understanding that milk isn't a specific thing and only that like but no the, the state is evil and just a gang of thieves so they don't care they're not going to be rational one of those like suggestions was like well why don't we call it milk like product from the state and i'm like but that's terrible because that's not what it is so what if you're vegan and you see milk like product oh cool uh -huh. i can add this to my coffee you know <laughs> it's just it, it really defeats the purpose of the labeling so yeah it's just it's just silly uh another funny agricultural thing that we had around here recently i'm not sure if it's still going on but we had these like giant i think it was the giant african snails in one county over on the gulf coast and they had an agricultural lockdown on that county like you're not allowed to transport brush or trees or plants or anything in or out of the county right now 
Mm -hmm. uh, they bring like dogs around to hunt for the snails and stuff. It's kind of, I mean, the snails probably suck. Like I'm not saying that, you know, the snails are good or, or whatever, but it's just the lockdown term is, is funny for that, I guess. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, the, the real insane thing is that like, I, I, forget who it was um specifically right now but i used to watch a youtube channel where this guy would just go through checkpoints and prove that like you don't have a legal obligation to answer questions and um one of the things that happened was uh he like he went through a checkpoint with this um frankly insane uh sort of gestapo mentality about the uh, the the things that were allowed in and out of the state and because he wouldn't answer any questions you know despite the fact that he was being pretty reasonable and had his family in the car um despite all that uh you know they still smashed in his window and drug him out of the car and arrested him um and he wasn't doing anything unethical he was just driving into a place um you know and and I I might think these guys were and I shouldn't have have even said irrational because it's not irrational, it's perfectly rational from the perspective of thugs who want control over a territory, but it's not rational from the perspective of you know, actually helping people. If they if they actually like I might believe they might want to help people if they stopped poisoning so much like. Oh yeah, we we definitely care about the local crops and and water supply and all that shit. But like, we're we're not gonna shut down Red Hill very quickly. Are you familiar with that? Uh, is that one of the super fun sites? No, Red Hill is uh, um, uh, part of a military base mm. uh, where in in Hawaii where they had a uh, a fuel tank for their for their machines leaking. And uh, it was just sort of leaching into not only the groundwater, but also the local like water supplies mm. in terms of like uh, because it's it's an island, you know, you have Camp very June, limited same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like th th they had this thing and it was just leaking for a long time. And instead of shutting it down, they were like, well, we still need fuel. No, you don't. And, and you wouldn't need as much fuel if you allowed uh domestic oil drilling you wouldn't need as much fuel if you you know if you weren't um sanctioning one uh an admittedly evil government i'm not saying russia's fantastic uh fuck that fascist government too but like <laughs> ultimately like sanctioning them and then going to saudi arabia for oil isn't a great look um and it's it's certainly not helping anybody's conception of U.S. like priorities, um, but like they 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 wouldn't have to do that if they weren't doing that sort of thing. And then they don't have to have this site. It's just convenient to have this site. So like they're saying it's for, like strategic reasons. It's the same reason Pearl Harbor. Uh, was was chosen and you know the the reason the u.s invaded hawaii to begin with because hawaii was basically annexed by the u.s um and and like 
U.S. troops went in there to instate a certain ruler. Um, and <laughs> there was some resistance to that temporarily. But that resistance was crushed by the U.S. government, who sent in literal troops to control this territory. And now the actual native population um, gets basically none of the resources and uh, the entire place has been turned into an anti-sacred uh, consumerist uh, garbage heap. And all of this stuff is happening at the same time as, you know, the U.S. is slowly building its its sort of resources in that region, using it as one big sugar mine. And, uh, you know, like the, the whole thing there. Uh, it's it's basically just a really good example of, you know, Western imperialism creating a global plantation. Um, and so when Red Hill isn't being shut down, even though it's actively poisoning people because it's good for the military uh, and when they're not cleaning it up because they they can't, you know, just get rid of all that stuff or, you know, justify the expenses. But when they can send you know 60 billion worth of um military stuff to ukraine uh that really shows where their priorities are when they can get five billions uh five billion in weapons sold to saudi arabia but they can't you know afford a, a small amount of money to shut down an active toxin site and, and stop it from killing people that really shows where their priorities are, you know, mm -hmm. like even even just so the other day I, uh, I I I actually was just yesterday. I shouldn't say the other day. I guess it qualifies as another day. But basically, they that. yeah, right. Uh, they I, I posted this thing. If I were president and couldn't just give it back, here's how I'd spend the 60 billion the U.S. gave to Ukraine. 20 billion to solve annual homelessness because that's all it would take. Uh, end the war on drugs and give 10 billion to reintegration. 300 million to end annual student meal debt. 700 million to feeding America for. And by the way, that's the thing. Students are in debt. Kids, like children, are in debt because their families can't afford to feed them and they have to rely on school food. And so the school charges for that food and some of these kids can't afford it. So the, the, instead of doing the decent thing and, and saying we'll just appropriate more funds or we'll make it cheaper, the school said, um, you can be in debt to us, Tim. You can, you can be in debt to us, Timmy. Timmy and, and Chrissy, just be in debt to us, you know? That's evil. Um, 700 million to Feeding America uh, which is, you know, a, a charity that makes meals for people like at, at really cheap rates because of their connections. 700 million to Feeding America for 7 billion meals. That's how many meals they could make for $700 million. And that's just a sliver of this. Uh, 10 billion to be spent on the crumbling U.S. infrastructure because how many of you have thought about how much U.S. spends overseas when you hit potholes? Five billion spent for giving uh, PPP loans for the smallest businesses. Um, Five billion on cleaning Red Hill, Flint, and Midland water. 
And then I asked people, what's your hashtag Ukraine dream budget? But it didn't catch on. Um, point is that like they they could do so much domestically with that, but they're spending it on Ukraine because Ukraine is their new darling boy and they don't care about conditions on the ground or whether or not people are unhealthy and killing themselves at all time highs. Yeah, you know, the the school food one really um really gets me, man. That's uh it's just such crap food. And it's such a cronious pro- program. You know, I think it's like Dick Cheney's family owns like a lot of the companies that provide school food. Uh, I think in Florida, uh, I think that's the case, or at least it used to be. So it, it, it's hugely cronious. And I see things like, like they, they like to brag about it. So like there was a billboard uh, by me and it was just advertising the fact that during the summer, you know, the school still provides, you know, meals to people. And, you know, it's like, oh, look how nice they are by helping the poors. And it's like, no, that's just so that their fucking food vendors don't have to miss a paycheck during the summertime when the kids aren't in school. You know, that's what that yeah. is. That's not a thing that's meant to help children. That's a thing that's meant to keep their pockets lined. You know, it's just uh, it's just gross, you know? Yeah. Well, and and so in that spirit of what the U.S. is uh, doing for Ukraine, that it won't do for U.S. citizens. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, the Warrior Games, which is a Department of Defense uh, shindig, where it's like it's like their company Olympics or something. Yeah. So it's first off, it's all of them. You know, it's it's <laughs> even the Space Force has has uh, participants in in this thing. So you've got, in terms of official U.S. government people, you've got uh, the Army, the Navy, Air Force, Marines, Space Force, and Special Ops Command, and it, the Department of Defense in general. Um, <laughs> you've got, like, assistance from multiple governments um, and, like, and the like, you know. Um, you've got, like wounded warrior and 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 arcp and like you've got fisher house and espn and disney and so they basically gave whoever participated um in this uh sort of olympics for uh ex troops i think it is I'm not sure if it's like normal troops, like or if it's people who are who 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 are all wounded, but basically they um they bring people on from a variety of uh, countries, and then they say you know do some sports, and then they do some sports, and they they had people in uh this year, uh from Ukraine, um, who were just Nazis, like it's 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 fairly astonishing that this isn't more opposed but yeah so this is from the gray zone uh alexander rubenstein um department a defense department sponsored warrior games featured liberal comedian john stewart a jew awarding a member and that was my aside by the way they didn't say that i just thought i'd mention that awarding a member of ukraine's neo-nazi azov battalion at disney world the pentagon refused to tell the gray zone whether u.s taxpayers 
fun to the foreign competitors travel. Uh, this August during the DOD's annual Warrior Games uh, at Disney World in Orlando. Uh, this August 19th to 28th, liberal comedian John Stewart awarded a Ukrainian military veteran named Ihor Halushka the Heart of the Team Award. The Heart of the Team. Keep that in mind. For inspiring his team with his personal example. Halushka appears to have been a member of the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion, which has been armed by the U.S. and integrated into the U Ukrainian National Guard. The award-winning ultra-nationalist wore a sleeve over his left arm, and it was like a flag cape. He was like, he had the Ukrainian flag as a cape on him, um, like a superhero. Uh, and he... <laughs> He wore a sleeve over his left arm as he accepted the prize, presumably to cover up his tattoo of the Nazi Sonnenrad or Black Sun. And there's a picture of him. Um, and by the way, we will have all of this uh, information available in an article that I will write, which will basically be a summary of what we talked about today. So uh, y'all can feel free to go to the site. That'll be a new feature when Dag and I do an episode. And I'll also be trying to do it when I'm doing an episode because we want to be able to reach as many people as possible. So if you just need a source list to throw at somebody to say, hey, watch this podcast. These guys are good at this and they know their shit. You can just throw this at people and like say, hey, yeah, so these are the notes for the podcast. Um, and yeah, uh, they have sources. And the, 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 the article will include this image and a link to the Gray Zone article because you can see it. It's right there. So for anybody who says that the Ukrainians don't have Nazis in their ranks um, or that they're not like Nazis anymore, uh, no. Um, he wouldn't have needed to cover it up if it wasn't there and nobody gets a giant sun and red on their elbow if they're not a Nazi. So do you think that do you think that this is like a strategic thing because Jon Stewart is Jewish that they, you know, to sort of dispel the maybe to try to dispel the Azov battalion being being Nazis thing? Do you think Potentially, it's like a, but I don't like think, that? Or? I don't think that mattered to them. I think they just needed him to be liberal enough. Just I, a celebrity enough. Yeah, did, I'm not, yeah. Oh, so did you hear um I guess Russia banned um from Russia a bunch of so the the celebrities who went to Ukraine to, like Ben Stiller and Sean Penn, I guess they like banned all of them. People are mm. like, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but um, but it's it is crazy all the celebrities that like go over there for fucking what, you know. Well, and uh, for for clout. It's yeah. nothing but like, give me a drip of clout, daddy. Um, yeah, I need money. I give me more money. And so do you think like, it's more of a clout thing on their part or more of like a general propaganda thing on the, you know, the... On, on, on the Ukrainians part, it's definitely propaganda mm -hmm. uh, on, on the celebrities part. It's 100% clout. It's just they don't win -win, care. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like they're doing it like you think Ben Stiller has has uh, like a, a deep rooted, complex, nuanced interest in global geopolitics. No, he, he doesn't. He's he he. Night at the Museum was his like exposure to political science, and he thought Theodore Roosevelt was great. Theodore Roosevelt was a bigot. 
and he was a terrible person. But oh no, he rode a horse and he was played by Robin Williams. So that means that we can ignore all this stuff he said and did. You know, no. Um, so yeah, like, and also he was like, so John Stewart was was one of them, but also Disney literally sponsored it and gave them a resort vacation at at Disney World. And so, and it wasn't just Ihor Halushka, but it's funny that the heart of the team, the heart of the team, right, who inspired his team with his personal example, had to use the Ukrainian flag of blue and yellow to cover up his Nazism. I feel like that's actually accurate. Isn't it? Isn't it accurate? <laughs> yeah. It's poetic or something. And and it's not just him either, like the rest of the team. So the pair are a part of a team of 40 Ukrainian veterans participating in the Warrior Games. By the way, what like what do they have a game like that they're like is, does he have a specialty like the shot put or something? I don't know or care. <laughs> But like probably like, hey, maybe that maybe that's why he's uh, he's 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 crippled. He just shot put it too many times and he was too good at it. And he threw out his elbow once I was a shot putter like you and I and I took an arrow to the elbow. Um, don't look at it too closely, though. Uh, yeah, the so. Basically, like I, I wanted to make sure that it's known that the VA, the Veterans Affairs Office in Ukraine is literally led by a former Azov guy. And the, the VA is absolutely infested with Azov and, um, you know, connected to, you know, right sector and, and C-14 and, you know, Svoboda people, which isn't it hilarious that the Freedom Party, the Freedom, that's what Svoboda means. The Freedom Party in Ukraine is literally just Nazis. Um, I think that's funny. I think it's funny that the closest they can get to freedom is, you know, we'll we'll just land on Nazis. We'll be fine. Anyway, point is that they were uh, joined at the ceremony for this year's competition by Darius Rucker, the former vocalist for the glorif uh, glorified <laughs> bar band Hootie and the Blowfish. I don't agree with that. They're fine. But liberal comedian John Stewart and liberal comedian John Stewart. During the closing ceremony, Stewart awarded the Azov Italians Halushka with the Heart of the Team Award. Uh, inspires the team with his personal example and his unique sense of humor. Uh, embodies the spirit and determination that is the heart of the Team Ukraine. Um, so, uh, one moment. Reached by phone, Warrior Games communication director Tra Travis Claytor would not tell the Gray Zone who covered the travel expenses of Team Ukraine and other foreign competitors. Uh, he merely stated that the DOD is not responsible for their costs. However, he noted that the relationship with each team is different. Ukraine and Canada are, only, are the only foreign teams participating in this year's competition. While promising this reporter a more complete re response by email, Claytor has so far failed to deliver. Um, a video on the DoD Warrior Games YouTube channel entitled Family Night at Magic Kingdom shows some members of Team Ukraine enjoying a night out at the world-famous theme park. This year's Warrior Games are taking blah, blah, blah. Um, 
complex the competitions include shooting wheelchair rugby cycling powerlifting indoor rowing wheelchair basketball field golf track swimming sitting volleyball and archery uh <laughs> this is the first year team ukraine has participated in the warrior games uh its athletes came away with at least 18 gold medals um the organizational uh, team of the warrior games in ukraine includes the ministry of veterans affairs of ukraine the center for strategic communications stratcom ukraine the ngo invictus ukraine games the strongman federation of ukraine the comeback alive uh, the Ministry of Veterans Affairs website states, Stratcom Ukraine, like the Ministry of Veterans Affairs, is a governmental body, while the others appear to be Ukrainian NGOs. As Grey Zone reported, the head of Ukraine's Veterans Affairs Agency attended a 2019 neo-Nazi black metal concert featuring several anti-Semitic metal bands and pr promoted the event on Facebook. According to a deleted article from 2017 on Azov's website, at least three members of the notorious ultranationalist fighting force have participated in the Invictus Games because Azov identified competitors by their call signs and therefore did not disclose their real names. It's not possible to determine whether or not they com competed in the 2022 Warrior Games. Um, so then the article continues to say a bunch of shit about the the uh, the actual team. And a bunch of other people on it, including um, <laughs> Yulia uh, Palevska, um, who the New York Times dubbed a symbol of Ukrainian bravery and self-sacrifice, who gained international recognition this March when she handed off footage she had filmed in Mariupol to a journalist with the Associated Press. Uh, the video showed Palevska evacuating Azov soldiers from the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol, where she was captured by... Russian forces. Three months later, she was arrested. Um, the Associated Press downplayed her links to the Azov Battalion, writing Russia has portrayed Tiara as working for the Nationalist Azov Battalion, but the AP found no such evidence, and friends and colleagues said she has no links to Azov. However, Palevska was a member of another neo-Nazi formation similarly incorporated in the Ukrainian military, a fact not mentioned by mainstream media outlets that vaulted her to war hero status this month. So she's a former member of right sector. Right sector is Nazis with a big old red and black Nazi flag, red, black and white Nazi flag. Um, and it's not a, a swastika, but that doesn't mean they're not Nazis, you know, and and team Ukraine is known for using the the fist across the chest Nazi salute. You know, it's fucking they're Nazis. and. In other photos, a member of the team wearing a Warrior Games t-shirt can be seen holding a right sector flag, and seven veterans associated with the team bear the flag of the 14 Waffen Grenadier Division of the Schutzstaffel, a World War II-era Nazi military formation made up of U Ukrainian nationalists. So can we not pretend that this isn't a problem anymore? Can everybody... Shut the fuck up about how anybody who says anything about this is just Russian. It's not true. It's false. Stop. Yeah, it does seem a little does seem a little obvious, I guess. But you know, if it wasn't for you know, if all I ever listened to was mainstream uh you know, media, news, etc., I would I would have no clue that 
anything like that was going on. Can can I say something about, say something about John Stewart here? So I gotta say, like, I, like back in the day, like I really did enjoy the Daily Show and stuff. Uh, I think he's funny. One of my favorite things. It's a uh, I don't I don't know who came up with it. They call it the John Stewart fallacy, and it's like a logical fallacy of like you know he goes on this great tirade against the government, a government related issue, you know. And you're like, yes, yes. And then in the end, his solution is like, and here's why we need way more government, you know, to, to fix the problem. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. man, so close, <laughs> you know. Um, but and then there was a the thing. What was it like um, last year? We went on um, like uh, what Colbert and was talking about like, oh, lab, whatever, you know, and that kind of, I guess, changed mm-hmm. the conversation a little publicly. And that was kind of odd. But so I don't know. It's just it's just strange. It's like, oh, what's the other thing that pissed me off about him? He did the um, what's the. Uh, um, what's it called where like everybody everybody when they're 18 has to like work for the government like do two yeah. years of military like he was like pro that and i was like dude that's like literal slavery like it's, it's literally and specifically fascism <laughs> yeah 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 so. oh well yeah well so i just i feel like the media is 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 isolating uh certain things and I feel like this is all like a part of a great conspiracy in, in order to keep the common person away from any conception of the truth. So like, you know, I let's get into a little bit of this digital stuff because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about how the uh, the state is trying to monitor and track people. And you had an article on that, if I understand correctly. Yes. Uh, so I had heard about this briefly, like actually on the local news of all places, but, uh, yeah, I found this, uh, this article, it's the things called, um, (laughs) fog program in my notes. Let me, let me pull it up here. Let me do some, uh, good podcasting. Uh, but basically, uh, are you familiar with like the stingray? Thing, yeah. like the, the cell phone tracking it's kind of along that vein where it's like sort of a legal gray area they sort of do it without warrants but because it's they treat it as a blanket thing you know they consider it like a broad thing it's not specific enough you know legally so they can do it without warrants but in practicality it's extremely specific uh okay fog reveal that's a, that's what they're calling it it looks like they're mostly using this in california at this point but i am based... not surprised yeah go figure right it's a virginia-based company and the dudes who like run it and founded it which it looks like um it's been being used since at least 2018 uh but these are all like ex-spooks and ex-military officers and stuff like that who are running this this company so you know shocker there but it tracks based on I can actually be technical with the name of the data, but it's a type of ad tracking and you can turn it off on Android or Apple devices. I mean, as much as, you know, you can believe that (laughs) I guess that you can turn it off, but you can turn it off. I didn't realize mine was on and it's just, it's for advertising, right? So it's supposed to be anonymous. It's this long string of numbers and letters and, you know, just like with like, you know, like a Bitcoin address. Oh, it's anonymous in that sense. But if you look at the patterns of them enough, you can figure stuff out, right? So, you know, it's might pick up things like the apps you use. If you use McDonald's or Starbucks apps, you know, it can store that data. So where you're at, when you're there, what you're spending. And with enough of this, you know, these things going on, they got where you go. They got where you shop. They got where you sleep. 
uh, so they can really Your get digital fingerprint. Picture. Yeah, exactly. So even if your name isn't on it, like, <laughs> you know, come on, they, they can figure it out. But um, I'm pulling up the name of the actual thing. It's so, yeah, it's, it's an ad ID. So it's called uh, IDFA on Apple and AAID on Android. And on the newer phones, you go to settings, you go to privacy, you go to ads and you can turn that off. So if you haven't done that, do that. And let me just say, like, I'm usually pretty good with like permissions and I, you know, disable as much of that stuff as I can. But I found just last week through like maps or something, a list of every app I've opened when I opened it, every time I searched something, if it was pre-searched, it didn't say what I searched, but if it was Google, it showed what I searched. Uh, just being logged of every single activity I was doing on my phone, just, you know, by Google. And I was like, oh, I was able to turn that off, but I didn't even know it was doing that. So sign up for pre-search y'all. The link is in the description. Cool. So yeah. Um, so just, but this one, yeah, it looks like the law enforcement's are actually directly using this. Yeah. To, to track people and monitor them warrantless. Um, what else is new, you know, but this is probably something that more like local law enforcement than you can use. Like we're used to, you know, the big agencies, right. Uh, you know, NSA and whatnot. But one thing that a lot of people also don't know is that, your local law enforcement can just like ask the NSA for like all their, the data they collect and they can just like give it to them without a warrant. So that data, even though it's not your local law enforcement collecting it, they have access to it. And the really scary thing, and this also goes for what we're talking about here, this, uh, this fog reveal thing, they don't have to disclose that that's where they got the information during your criminal case, like your criminal trial. So they, in the, in the case of the, of the NSA data when they, when they retrieve that, they can actually do what's called parallel. I think it's called parallel investigation where they make up a fake investigation as to how they got the data. And it's like legal. They can legally do that. Your defense attorney doesn't know that happened, which means you don't get to actually fairly defend yourself. In this case with the, this, um, the cell phone tracking uh, ad ID stuff, they don't have to tell your defense that that's how they got, you know, the, the data and the, the intel and stuff like that to to build a case against you. So again, that's not fair. <laughs> I hate to use that term, not fair, not fair, man. But it, you know, it, it's not. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't care about the Constitution, but that is the rules they're supposed to be playing by, and it's supposed to have like a fair trial, right? So, um, yeah, be careful out there, guys. Yeah, that's what I got. Well, and and okay, so along a similar uh, similar line. And also to, you know, sort of bolster the point you were making. Um, if, if you look at, um, at things like Foreign Policy Magazine, they, they wrote this article um, sort of saying that information warfare um, in Russia's war in Ukraine, the role of social media and artificial intelligence in shaping global narratives, um, you'll basically start to see that, like, and this person, I think, is even just on the side of Ukraine, right? They're not being impartial as far as I'm concerned. Um, but they're they're admitting that AI has played a significant and substantial role in stopping things uh, for, that the state doesn't want people to think, you know, that stopping things that that, that would be considered disinformation because they counter the mainstream narrative. That's a significant problem. 
Um, and it's not just that it's, 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 uh, online plat, this is EFF online platforms should stop partnering with government agencies to remove content because government involved in content moderation raises serious human rights concerns in every context. And these concerns are further troubling when the involvement originates with law enforcement. We recently filed a comment with the Meta Oversight Board urging it to treat this issue seriously because they fucking said that the FBI uh, told them not to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop story because Russian disinformation. Mm -hmm. A common running fucking theme, maybe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they said, yeah, sure, we won't. We'll suppress it. We'll say uh, that certain links won't get the same treatment as other links. So they didn't kill it. They didn't stop it. But they certainly, like, stemmed its reach arbitrarily, you know. And um, and so that, like, the, the comment uh, to Meta is about how they shouldn't do work with the government, you know. But good luck, because Meta is partially CIA funded. Mm -hmm. Um and that's so the that's funny why thing about the about the whole when I was listening to something about this the other day, I'm like, you know, I'm like, wasn't wasn't like Facebook or better or whatever, wasn't that like wasn't like Zuckerberg or wasn't he like totally like a CIA kind of person or like a created person? Like, wasn't from the get go like the creation of Facebook just a way to help categorize people <laughs> like through likes so, and stuff? So basically, the original Facebook was a hot or not. It was. So all the progressivism that that comes out of it now is is sort of wallpaper over the fact that it was a way to rate chicks um, and say, you know, hey, you you you've got some nice tits. Uh, you don't, though, like uh, Barbara can go get a thumbs down. And then it turned into, hey, well, what if we just made a, 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 a social media site for like colleges um, and hey, suddenly we uh, suddenly every college wants in on this, uh, you know, hey, suddenly more than just colleges and also high schools, et cetera, want in on this. Hey, everybody wants in on this. Let's roll it global or sorry, let's roll it to U.S. Hey, everybody wants in on this also now. So let's roll it global. And and it sort of built up. But during that build up, it had like Peter Thiel money. Um, who's on the steering committee of the Bilderberg Group and absolutely not a libertarian, even though he insists he is one. Um, and uh, he was, so Zuckerberg took money from Teal. He took money from Greylock Partners uh, and Greylock Partners is directly affiliate, is like a, a defense sort of like, if you're an ex-soldier, we'll rehabilitate you and give you access to the economy sort of thing. So they were they were funding like, you know, ex-military projects and things that were good for the military industrial complex and things like that. And also uh, the CIA directly just through InQtel. Um, and so the CIA was in instrumental in the original like Facebook thing and the CIA uses Russia as an excuse for all kinds of things like, you know, funding the Mujahideen and Operation Cyclone and, oh, Russia's learning mind control. So now we have to kidnap a bunch of people and learn to control their brains. Uh, oh, Russia's, you know, 
building a heart attack gun, so let's build one ourselves. Oh, Russia, 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 Russia. Russia is 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 working with like, and this wasn't the CIA directly, but it's just a fun thing to bring up. Russia's uh, d- taking advantage of our lack of knowledge of their territory and you know country and, and everything. So let's just hire some Nazis um, in the Galen org uh, and the the Bundeswehr, and th- let's let's just put some Nazis in high ranking NATO. It's almost you know anyway. So <laughs> like. They'll do anything, really, in order to maintain state capitalism. And uh, that's pretty evil. But people aren't allowed to talk about that. And they're not allowed to talk about the fact that they were the core funding for the original Facebook. You know. Yeah. And, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, nothing. I was just saying it's a, they're, it's just, maybe I, as the point I'm getting at is that they're just also melted in and interrelated you know that the obviously that it's a private company bro people are like way wrong and uh i i don't know it's just it's just like duh of course they're gonna do what the <laughs> what the you know the alphabet agencies ask them to do you know, you know would, i mean they're only allowed to operate because they do that stuff you know here's here's a nice little thing um to say to all those it's a private company um yeah, it's a private company. They can do what they want if they are one, which these people are very much just state-created entities. But like, if they are a private company, yeah, okay, you're a private person. I'm a private person. Yet here you are criticizing me, right? So it's almost like being private isn't a reason that something is not subject to criticism. Um, and it's almost like that's not a trump card or you wouldn't be here criticizing a private person for their things that they do. Like it's, it's, it's an immediate Trump card for that whole argument because it's, 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 it's like a reverse ad hominem. It's saying that, you know, because they are a certain type of person, they're automatically right. It's like Fauci saying, I am science. Like, fuck that. No, <laughs> none of this is true. It, 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 it wouldn't matter if it was a private company. Private companies can suck, too. Um, anyway. <laughs> Not that I was about to, I was about to get on a Fauci, Fauci thought, and I decided, nope, that's going to be way off topic. Let's, <laughs> we can stick with where we're going. <laughs> well, actually, though, but write that down, because we could go, we could go, like, really hard in the paint against Fauci uh, next, uh, next Monday when we record again. Uh, be sure to subscribe to this podcast in order to catch us on a more regular schedule. But yeah, the um, so the article goes on to talk about how uh, like Vietnam has boasted of its increasing effectiveness in getting Facebook posts removed, but has been accused of targeting dissidents in doing so. Similarly, the Israeli cyber unit has boasted of a high compliance rate of up to 90 percent with its takedown requests across all social media platforms. But these requests unfairly target Palestinian rights activists news orgs and civil society and one such incident prompted the facebook oversight board to recommend that facebook quote formalize a transparent process on how it receives and responds to all government requests for content removal and ensure that they are included in transparency reporting issues with government involvement in content moderation were addressed 
announced in the newly revised Santa Clara Principles 2.0, where EFF and other orgs called on social media companies to, quote, recognize the particular risks to users' rights that result from state involvement in content moderation processes. The Santa Clara Principles also affirmed that, quote, state actors must not exploit or manipulate companies' content moderation systems to censor, censor dissidents, political opponents, social movements, or any person. Sort of like how when we talked about Saudi Arabia owning a lot of these platforms last week, um, you know, at least part like or like a huge part of them. Um, it's it's almost like that might be why Saudi Arabia gets to get away with breaking terms of service all the time and, you know, <laughs> gets to get away with doing things that uh, that other people wouldn't and also gets to be uh, participating in genocides and still get a platform meanwhile you know and along with the azov battalion might i add meanwhile like you know alex jones is banned as a dangerous hate figure um you know andrew tate i hate him i think he's a piece of shit and a terrible human but at the same time the fact that he got banned before azov twitter I don't remember him greasing up bullets with lard to kill Katerov orcs. You know, maybe Muslims uh, shouldn't shouldn't be targeted for hate by uh, white supremacists uh, and, and far right extremists. But they are on, you know, the Azov Twitter. Then Twitter says, yeah, this tweet violated our, our terms of service. It's it's bad, but we're keeping it up for uh, the historical value, though. Um, that'd be one heck of a um, and they kept the, the the check mark too, so Twitter knows what they're doing. See, that that'd be one heck of a uh, a real bureaucratic uh technicality for the Muslim God to keep you out of heaven for your, you know, getting a little bit of bacon grease on you when somebody murders you. Yeah, I don't I don't know how effective their strategy is anyhow. <laughs> But, but the point isn't that the point is I, I know races. Being silly i'm sorry <laughs> but no it's it's fine like so i i feel like i feel like if if that is the case if, if allah is in like in in control here i feel like he's probably gonna say you know you're fine because you know americans eat bacon a lot so if if being in contact with any of it at all ever was such a problem then like being in war with other countries would be a significant issue so i don't think that yeah. is <laughs> um, yeah he's just up there with his check check book like or, <clears throat> sorry che checklist like you know uh going through the list it's like a tsa screening but worse um oh he was fighting fighting for the cause that's a plus but that tiny bit of bacon <laughs> that yeah split second before he died nope that's it out of here buddy but uh, but so like this is a good article and uh and, and it's much longer and i'm not gonna read the whole thing but basically it goes over how governments shouldn't do that so um what does the daily caller uh have to report for us uh, that the World Economic Forum wants to use AI to automatically censor speech on the internet. Um, the uh, <laughs> WEF proposed a new way of censoring online content that requires a small group of experts to train AI on identifying misinformation and abusive content. 
The WEF published an article Wednesday outlining a plan to overcome frequent instances of child abuse, extremism, disinfo, hate speech, and fraud online, which the organization said cannot be handled by human trust and safety teams, according to Active Fence Trust and Safety Vice President Inabal Goldberger, uh, who authorized the article. Instead, the WF proposed an AI-driven method of moderating online content where subject matter experts would provide training sets to the AI so it can learn to recognize and, uh, and flag or restrict content that human moderators would deem dangerous. The system works through, quote, human-curated multilanguage off-platform intelligence, input provided from expert sources to create learning sets for the AI machine. Uh, supplement, quote, supplementing the smarter automated detection with human expertise to review edge cases and identify false positives and negatives and then feeding those findings back into training sets will allow us to create AI with human intelligence baked in. So <laughs> this is obviously evil to anybody with freedom in mind, but they, they literally did the same thing as the you will own nothing and be happy thing. And they made this a, an opinion article. And then they said at the beginning, Readers, please be aware that this article has been shared on websites that routinely misinterpret content and spread misinformation. We ask you to note the following. The content of this article is the opinion of the author, not the World Economic Forum. Please read the pieces for yourself. The forum is committed to publishing a wide array of voices and misinterpreting content only diminishes open conversation. And they just did that again. And they're talking about active fence, which is, you know, supposed to do this sort of thing. It's not opinion. It's just fact. They just want that to be a thing. And what they basically said is we're going to go to like the dark web and all these you know, evil little corners of the internet. And we're going to train the AI to recognize all the extremist speech that normally AI isn't trained on. And it will recursively train itself and get better at and better at moderating certain things by, um, by reading these sorts of things. So it's going to feed the algorithm certain things. And it says, you know, child abuse material. It says, you know, uh, extremism, it says like all this stuff, but at the same time, it could be used for anything. And um, what it's going to do is it's going to block it before it's posted. That's what it's going to do. It's not even going to allow it to hit social media because oh, it's wow. going to scan it before the post is posted. And if it's something that the uh, World Economic Forum's uh, favorite app wouldn't like, nope. That is if a social media company chooses to integrate this. So that's evil. That's really, really bad. And it's 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 gonna like impact everything. You know, and and you wanted to bring up that that Colorado is is already centrally managing like things as basic as thermostats. Uh so you can talk about that shortly, but just picture that kind of control and i talked about this in a video that i'm publishing soon but just picture this as a top-down control mechanism it's it's evil mm -hmm. yeah you know the the whole and obviously you're very versed on this but yeah the whole way that 
the massive propaganda machine like like functions and whether we look at it like as one big thing or a lot of different factions or whatever it's just been and a lot of it's probably i'm paying attention more but the last couple of years it's just been so crazy and like obvious and sort of eye-opening and just really just just something to see man i mean it's it's it, it just seems ballsy right like because once you realize it exists, it seems so obvious. You're like, why isn't this obvious to everybody? You know, it's that they live glasses, I guess. Uh, but then, yeah, when you just, you know, if you just watch regular news for a day or whatever, you go, oh, this is why. Because people who watch this think they're informed. So, you know, yeah, man, it's nuts. Yeah. And, and you wanted to bring up that Colorado thing? Because um, I think bringing up the fact that it's like arbitrary and and specifically anything can it can be controlled mm-hmm. is is something that most people won't won't think is true but like everything is being being centrally monitored by smart devices now and those are why ai like this can um work those are why the the tracking that you brought up earlier this this anti-fog is possible yeah it's you know and with like the she did so sorry i gathered myself on this one like there there's a there's a few items here to this this thermostat thing so one i like to be in control of my own stuff you know so like i'd rather not have a smart what have you anyhow but like let's say let's say these all were private companies bro like let's let's say they were and we lived in you know ancapistan or whatever right um and the power company was private and and this and that you know like man i'd love the convenience of like an alexa or something you know but i wouldn't even consider that like in our world but like let's say we had like a big a private power company okay and we had smart technology and smart you know all this stuff and it, and it was great but there was some sort of event or something and the power company had well we have a choice between adjusting everybody's thermostat a few degrees or having to shut power down to the children's hospital you know like that's like one thing right but then of course that private company might get some bad marks or maybe maybe we might decide we want a new power company or whatever or maybe it was just an emergency you know so okay like like whatever but they shouldn't be having these issues anyhow like you know we're having a hot summer here where i live too and you know what we haven't had power issues like you know so it's not like power companies can't be prepared for this kind of stuff you know we have no problem getting power maybe i just live in a cool part honestly i think the reason we get such good deals on power and everything is because we're in the middle mosaic and they have a ton of power plants just to power their mining operations so (laughs) it might it might be that but at any rate it can be done (laughs) you know so when you have like governments in charge of these power companies i i don't know that this one that we're talking about excel or whatever i think it was called uh but you know there's hardly a power company that isn't at least somehow controlled by the government right i mean it's definitely not a free market in power and probably not in colorado so like, like yeah it's it just really sucks that they are having so many so much issues with electricity in so many places and of course these are the places that are trying to ban gas-powered cars and this and that and i'm not an anti-electric car guy i just there's a time and a place and right now am, probably the time to, for everybody to go electric if they can't even keep the power on i mean you're not even allowed to adjust your thermostat you know I, I I am against uh, electric cars for a variety of reasons, um, because so first off, every uh, every second spent on an electric line is spent losing electricity. Like there's some that leaks. Um, Voltage at, loss. Know, yeah, you lose current. Yeah, 
so there's that and then that current comes from somewhere and it's not 100 sustainable you know if your car runs on fossil fuels in the form of coal don't tell me it's clean mm-hmm. you know don't don't be one of those people that's like oh you know we're 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 just a clean coal person um you know don't tell me that your natural gas is clean don't tell me that you know all these things which are traditional power plants which make up the majority of the u.s energy mix are better for the environment because they're going into a strip mined lithium ion battery mm-hmm. um you know that that destroyed the environment somewhere else and deforested and etc cetera, etc cetera. you know don't tell me that don't piss on my leg and tell me it's your like sweet tea recipe i don't believe you um and so i don't like electric cars to begin with i don't like the fact that these electric cars i don't like the fact that these electric cars have such an easy time being centrally controlled i don't like the idea that somebody could potentially turn it off because it's self-driving and Mm self-stopping i don't like the fact that uh so much of it is controlled and that part of the thing is controlled by a guy who literally like is sticking wires in people's brains you know like let's not can we not um especially since like part of the reason he built starlink was that these cars could be self-driving and globally guided by this like this this highly centralized internet grid that was built by elon musk this isn't good none of this is good it's bad this isn't good and also (laughs) like you add to that all that the fact that you know they can just turn off your electricity yeah it's it's really bad and and like it takes a really long time to charge a car too like so if they turn off your electricity you might not be able to get to work holy shit is that not a good thing sure um and and i agree with all that first off before i sound like i'm arguing with you <laughs> um right, right. but uh but i know I I, I, yeah you, you you weren't arguing with me to, in the slightest i don't want to <laughs> I just get very passionate about this because I know. also um, fuck Elon Musk. Well, 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 that and that's why, like, when I was saying, like, oh man, you know, like this or that would be great if we weren't in this paradigm that we're in, you know. And it's like, dude, like, if I could have a self-driving car that I could, like, I could take a nap. Like, I spend so much time in the car. Like, dude, that'd be amazing. But of course, we don't trust anything like this. And like with the electric cars too, it's like, you know, because of course everything you said is totally legit. It comes with the, it comes with the like asterisks of like when the market says that we are ready for them right which would mean we have some sort of awesome source of power like thorium or or you know better nuclear or something you know to power the things um you know then there's a lot of benefit um you know versus this or that and it always comes down to they're not even for everybody i drive too much for an electric car my um my stepdad he drives like 500 miles a year and like you know something you know a small electric car might be a better option for him you know like who knows um but it's uh but yeah it's them trying to of course mandate that everybody drive these electric cars is just beyond a disaster just like california we're gonna ban gas by or gas cars by 2035 Mm -hmm. we you know it's funny there was uh it's not funny but they they like banned a california banned like gas leaf blowers and stuff relatively recently and it was like 
and I think gas generators might have been on the list or something, but it was like two weeks later, they had huge power outages because of weather, you know, and I'm like, so man, it, it sure is a shame that these people now their power knocked out because of the weather because you can't provide them with electricity aren't allowed to have a generator, <laughs> you know, to power grandma's dialysis machine or whatever. I don't know if that's a thing, but it sounds scary. So, um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, it's just silly when they do stuff like that. And it's just from somebody who is tries to be a kind of self-sufficient person, you know, as much as possible, the thought of somebody saying, I can't own a gas generator is just okay. Red coat, you know, <laughs> like whatever, dude, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Crazy. Well, um, I guess the moral of the story is uh, don't trust the media. Don't mm-hmm. trust social media because it's being monitored and controlled by the government and soon an AI that's programmed by the government Um, and don't uh, trust the people who are on the side of all of this because there's a huge amount of people who've already been propagandized, you know, and they don't care that obvious Nazis are right in front of them. So they clearly won't care when the iron grip of fascism tightens around all of our necks. Damn, well said. You're so good at talking maybe or i'm just like an asshole and i don't care about other people it could be one of the two you know i could i could just be a grifter or like a literal government agent you know like you know working my way in and like saying all the right things now i'm not gonna sleep tonight but see now i've implanted it in your head so now you're gonna have to be suspicious of everyone including me yeah. See, it's working already. <laughs> oh man, we uh, we we got anything else? We got some uh, Nexus um, stuff to talk about, if nothing else. Yeah, we need to promote the fundraiser. You can take it away if you want. Um. Yeah. Well, we're we're getting this documentary together. So, uh, I mean, you know a little bit of the deets better, but we've got a fundraiser going. So, if anybody wants to contribute and help make this happen, it'd be much appreciated. Yeah. So we've been working pretty hard for like well over a year at this point on um a documentary we got uh we got lily forrester on board we got a but like a, a decent like team but that team needs pay in order to make this happen and we also need a certain amount in order to make certain other parts of it happen um so like there, there's a lot that that needs to that needs sort of a little bit of wheel grease because the censorship and like the crashes, those hit us pretty hard. We got like, you know, crashed cryptocurrencies, we, which which tanked some of the savings because uh, agorists in the modern age like to use cryptocurrency. So like we, 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 we lost some of what we used to pay people. Um, and so like there was that. And then there was the loss of reach on places like Facebook, which censored our main page. Um, with no actual reason given, no like ethical reasons. Certainly, I wonder why I wouldn't want uh, social media to be in control of any narratives. You know, it's not like my Twitter was suspended for one and a half years based on automation that they had later admitted was a lie. Um, no, no. I, I I don't have a stake in this at all. Um, I wonder if they cleared all my strikes or just one of them, so I'm like still on my last strike. That's it's occurred to me multiple times. But either way, the point is that like. We uh we need some muns. So if you decide you want to support our content, you want to be in the credits. There's ways to do that. If you decide uh, you want to support our content and don't, there are also ways to do that. There's 
lots of stuff. There's the the fundraiser link will be in the description, and uh, it'll be in the description when we uh, put out all future content as well. Because uh, basically, uh, we need a certain amount in order to pay the people who've already done work, and we already and, and we also need enough to finish the job. Um, and anything extra that doesn't end up going to uh, somebody like for this project will just fund more content for the for the nexus. Uh, you know, if if you, if it was like <laughs> too much that we asked, uh, then it'll be uh, sent to the nexus. If it if we get over what we asked, it'll be sent to the nexus. You will be supporting agorist content regardless of whether or not um the the um the goal gets met but you'll be supporting more of it the more of it gets uh donated so feel free to do that if you want oh yeah well said man good deal yeah documentary so, really cool i'm looking forward to it yeah and it's all about like the control system that's built around the pandemic like, it's all about the fact that all of this, you know, AI, you know, contact free, etc. This is all designed to usher us into their new currency and their new system. And it's all evil. Um, but we want to lay it all out from start to finish, you know, show that the pandemic was sort of a beautiful orchestra, to put it uh, in a way that won't get us censored. Um, you know, the whole thing uh, was used at the very least for control whether or not it was created for that purpose um and that's what we want to talk about it's crazy you know i was reading you know do, doing work on the on the dock there reading articles from 2020 you know 2021 and just remembering like the different phases of this i'm like oh yeah this happened like that's crazy you know like the the travel bans and the vaccine mandates or i shouldn't have said that word oh um and the you know uh it, it's just it's just nuts i mean it's so easy to forget how much stuff like it was every couple of days it was a new thing and it's just so the camps and the whatever and it's just it's so yeah. easy to forget about it so that's why that's why i'm really excited for this because we can't let it be forgotten how yeah you know what they did to, I don't say to us, but to everybody. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, I, I just, I see apocalypse coming, and it sucks to know that it's probably going to come at the behest of the people who called me insane. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna keep tending my garden. It's all I can do. Yeah, well, okay, because you know that's some thing else uh dag is uh gonna see about producing some uh some gardening related content so mm -hmm. we should promote that too if you decide you uh, want to give that a plug right now yeah i'm gonna I'm, I'm still working out the deets and getting it together it's a busy time of the year around the farm for us um so i really should be doing some recording while i'm doing it um but yeah i want to get a I want to I want to start doing some practical skill stuff. It's it's kind of what has been my passion here lately and it's you know I, I feel it's my best area that I can um um uh what's the word i'm looking for convey uh value and knowledge you know onto people here so that i i kind of want to go with that i've got a really good opportunity just with what we do around our farmstead that there's no reason i can't be sharing it with with you people and hopefully helping you along your journey 
and I want to answer questions. I want to, you know, I want to help you guys uh, do what you can to be more self-sufficient or, you know, prepared uh, in the general sense. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to get something to y'all. I'll get something to y'all soon. I promise. And uh, I will be recording on Friday to be released on Sunday. This will be released on Wednesday. We're going to get a regular content production schedule going. We also have a subscribe star. That, that link will be in the description. Um, and generally speaking, we're going to really fire things up. So if you want to see more of this, consider being um, you know, a supporter, either the fundraiser or the subscribe star or something like that. For as low as $5 a month, our audience could really like boost our ability to keep providing the same level of content we were before. Uh, all the crackdowns and crashes ha happened. So um, with that in mind, uh, I think I've got a quote for us, if you don't. Oh, do you? yeah, we do quotes at the end. Oh, my goodness. How rusty am I? So the Chinese proverb, uh, it is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Fair enough. Agoras Nexus out. Peace. An instrument apart of a gore worldwide. A gore worldwide. A gore worldwide. Counter economics. Agoras strip. Black market click. Move a quick flip. Can't regulate this. Agoras strip. Black market click. Move a quick flip. Can't regulate this. Agoras. 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 Agoras.